0: Yeah. Okay, Coach. So this week I actually have everything working good as far as our equipment. You know, last oh, week we had a little bit of a rough time. Uh, but my name is Sherry Wilson, owner of Genius Al Limited Company, and uh, I am a focused individual coach. I feel creative and inspired. And um, you know, this morning in my prayer time, I was like, I I want to impact someone positively today you know just make them desire the goodness of life and for Mm -hmm. me for my faith the goodness of God Um, and so that was my prayer today so I'm hoping that this podcast uh, when people hear it it'll be one of those ways to do that because we love helping people live their best life coach may sound cliche but it's the truth if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself
1: Greg McNeil um clinician doctoral student coach renaissance man sometimes funny guy what (laughs) sherry just said is true we try to help people live their best life unfortunately um we don't deal in cliche (laughs) right we 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 want you to live your best life because you only get it one time right yes so um and we are dedicated to that and uh, as a result we take a hammer to useless paradigms and other structures that prevent us from being able to do the things that bring joy in our life that's what we help our clients do
0: coach that's so good one of the things i had a lady um tell me that's hanging in my closet um, she said, you're a hammer, um, basically, like, to to build, but be careful that you don't use that hammer for war. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we were just, like, the fact that you mentioned a <laughs> hammer, and I just love that word, and it's like, I <laughs> hammered someone yesterday in a meeting by accident. He appreciated it, everybody else, with their responses. I don't know you think I ha- would have said something just terrible. Um, but... Okay, so let me lay the context so people understand where I'm coming from and what I've observed in you, Coach. That way, you know, we it's not like, what? What are they talking about? Okay, so first of all, Coach Greg and I are, I would say we're pretty intense. Um, and then we're we're both D personalities. And so for people that don't know that, um, that is a, a, a dominant personality, Uh Can definitely be aggressive, bold, usually leaders, you know, natural born leaders. I think everybody should be a leader for sure. But natural born, um, we can tend to be impatient, uh, quick to anger. Significance is very important for us. Significant work. In fact, one thing that I know will get coach Greg and I fussy is if people mess with our work, don't, don't mess with the work. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and so, with that background, um, knowing that D's can tend to be quick to anger because we we make we can tend to make quick decisions, good or bad. And as you mature, the goal for a D is to be more patient, uh, to control the power. So, to me, everybody is powerful, but you've got two personalities one being ours that there's an outward, um, demonstration of it where a lot of the quieter personalities like C's and S's, it's more inward. They're just as strong. It's just more inward. And so one thing I've noticed with coach Greg, I'll give an example. He, he is willing to invest in his hunting trips and his very first, I think elk hunt. So I might get the details messed up but you know it's it's a learning curve a huge learning curve it's also um, a large investment not just monetarily but physically uh, mentally strategically all of those things and when you have people that are with you on such things and they don't have that high level of commitment you know for the ailments Maybe a vacation or fun with the guys or whatever. For coach, it's his food. Um, when he came back from that first one, I w- I was stunned. He used to train me in kettlebells. And I was stunned that he was just not spitting fire. I mean, like if I had been there, I'm afraid every person that jacked with my plan I, it would have been slicing up with words, man. I mean, words, looks, the whole, and one reason is money is a core value for me. So I feel if I'm wasting money, like I'm mad, like I get mad at myself, like, man, why did I waste that money? You know, so I'm, I'm real, I pay a lot of attention to, you know, how I spend and stuff now and didn't used to. And, um, so that alone, the money and the time. And so coach comes back and he's all like, you know, sharing all the things he learned and, you know, and I'm staring at him and I don't think he knows this because on the inside, I'm like, okay, what's happening? Like, did you, did you get an elk? No, no, you didn't get an elk. And people were stupid and you're not mad. Like, did you yell at him? I mean, did anything happen? And he's just so grateful and, and just extracting all that he needs. And I'm thinking I would be ticked. Well, since then, I've seen it over and over. And, uh, and he does not avoid things. He will handle his business. I can guarantee that. But what I've noticed is how he does it. So when we were talking in our pre-show combo, I had already started thinking I wanted to do a new take on conflict resolution because I think a lot of times when we talk about conflict resolution, we're talking about resolving conflict, right? And so you're listening to the person, you've got uh, active listening and communication, et cetera, et cetera. But what I wanted to target in on, because this is a skill, that is a skill of controlling your power. Meaning you don't just dive in, in the moment and in the emotion. Instead, you harness that power, you, you process through it, and then you execute a plan that hopefully resolves the situation, um, or severs. Sometimes you have to sever, um, from people, but so that's, that's the context. So I've set it up for coach. So i coach, just dive in. What, what, what happens with you and and when you deal with stuff that irritates you, but there's also potential for conflict.
1: Um, so we all start with the idea of awareness, right? We, we, we have to stop, start there, you know, like, who are you, you know, and um, I used to say quite frequently, um, you know, people can be a twenty-five watt light bulb, and sometimes um, people are twenty-five hundred watt light bulbs. Yep. Well, I'm a twenty-five hundred watt light bulb, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I, you know, I'm going to burn you if you get too close <laughs> to that light, right? Yes. I understand it. Understand it about myself. As a younger man, um, uh, I did not always control that fire. So, uh, I, I remember once hearing. Um, when you finish bor- burning down the forest if you can come back and dash some water on me right mm. and at that point i began to realize that um when you get angry that way whether you say anything or not your energy your vibration is so intense that it really does affect it affects people in your home um you know the animals everybody is afraid. They don't know what to do. Um, And I said, you know, um, I'm better than this, you know, you know, so I need to rethink how I handle conflict. And one of those was because I knew I was hot and it's like, look, I I don't want to do this. So I actually was self-inflicted there at times, right? I'd close my mouth so tight. um, I'd be cracking my own teeth. And because uh, that's how angry I was. Yeah. Because you know, I mean, you know, I learn things quickly. Mastering stuff is a big part of my approach. Being physical, um, you know, you have to survive. So when you somebody says, "Who is this guy?" when I go out into an environment. I, I take my brain and I take my body with me and they both have to be conditioned to survive in unpredictable environments. So I'm trained that way. Yeah. So I have to be mindful of myself when, you know, I feel m- getting angry, right? Because yeah. it's like, I am i can't be in fistfights and stuff like that because of my training and things, it's just never going to work out.
0: So coach, before you go on, I want to make sure, pe- sure people he- heard what you said, though, at the very beginning. This is so important. You said, I'm better than this. Yeah, that's important because I think sometimes people think that, you know, I have to lash out or I have to say something in this manner or I'll be mistreated. But it's actually the opposite of. You're better than that. And part of that awareness means you're responsible with your power.
1: That's right. And, you know, and I have to think about, okay, so how am I going to use this? So for the listener, I don't want to give the impression that I went and sat under a tree and crossed my legs, right? (laughs) Yes. And meditated. I did, but not first. (laughs) You know, at first... I had to, you know, take a walk someplace or in my car. And, you know, I had to think a few thoughts and um, and really think about it. And then at that point, then it's like, okay, what am I going to do? So I got three examples, I think, right now for the listener, right? So one of the first ones is really, really big. Um, I was, uh, somebody tried to really destroy my business when I was in Albuquerque previously. The guy was a cheat. Um Um, you know, rich, but he was just um, not really a nice man. Yeah. And and he had made some assumptions. And um, so for four years, I went through two years of state court. I went through two years of federal court Mm. um, in a lawsuit with this guy. And he began to realize that, he had underestimated me. Okay. Um, and once he realized that, he ran off to bankruptcy court, right? To wow. try to file bankruptcy. And so my attorney was like, nah, this dude's a creep. He's an extortionist and everything else. So we went and we chased him down, down there two years. So I would win the case, but it would tear. My body apart, because for two years at least, right? I was in limbo. Yeah. Right. Um, my business was impacted. Everything was, you know, was it was a very difficult time for me physically and inwardly, and uh, and I really had to think about how I was going to handle it. So it made me not only manage my time, but it made me think about my priorities. It made me think about who I was as a person. Okay. Mm-hmm um and from from there i began to realize that for me the my best approach to dealing with conflict of any type was collecting information finding out everything that i could and then go from there if i were in a situation where i thought it's not worth it for me um to engage in it, then I might walk away.
0: So controlled um, power and what you're talking about is also a form of self-care.
1: It is. It is because, um, once you lose your temper, you never get to take back that action that comes from the result of your losing your temper. Whether you say something or you do something physically, once that happens, You can never get that action or take those words back. So before I do that, then it's like, hang on for a minute, right? Don't make that happen. Now, what's important is making sure, one, you know yourself, because that's the first step. And then from there, you move to the second step, which is an application of your power, your self-worth, or what you think is important to you. Yeah, For me, by taking that process, it gives me an opportunity to gather uh, enough information uh, to make a decisive action, right? And one that's going to benefit me, Mm -hmm. right? And so that's the big thing that that I've learned over this time is like, okay, I can get angry, I can feel something, but what do I want, right? And how do I need to address this situation? And Sometimes a relationship will end. Yeah. Right? And I'm okay with the relationship ending. What I am mindful of is my role as um my role as a helper um as an agent of positive change as a child of the source of all things, right? <clears throat> So when I think about that, it's like, I'm going to do everything I can not to hurt you in any way for that reason, right? Um, You are afforded the benefit of the doubt just based on that. Yeah. But if you decide that you are not able to be conscious and we cannot resolve this appropriately, then... I take another action, and then, and uh, at that point, I've learned how to use, you know, like resources around me that can help me to think about something a certain way. And if it's, if it, if it brings me a lot of charge, then I may talk about it, like I discuss it with you. Hey, this is what's going on with me, you know. I did because even though I can discuss it with my attorney, the my attorney is great to talk to, but there's sometimes when I need to step back. Because mm-hmm. I know that action is, right? I'm thinking of the action that's going to make me feel absolutely correct with inside when I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah, And when I make that decision, I don't have to look back because I know that I operated clearly in my conscious, right? Um, and I spoke in such a way that whoever I was speaking to, when they're able to calm down and hear the word, they'll say, you know what? I could see why he was upset,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? I could see why he was upset. Um, and I'm okay with both people acknowledging, okay, you you can both feel upset, but at some point we still have to be responsible. Yes. And if I'm required to be responsible, I get it. Then I'm, I'm going to have to hold you accountable as well too. And that's typically my approach. And so in the other couple of incidents that I was talking about, what I did in the very first, Four year episode has been a pattern for me. I document, I keep records of every kind of like transaction that I have, you know, I get names and everything like that. And then I listen. Right. And so when something happens and then I need to communicate with that person, I'm, I'm communicating to them with their history. Yeah. Right. And then, so they get to see their history in front of them from written communication and now they're scratching their head. Yep. Right. And that's, that's, that's been my approach. Um, again, uh, that comes from knowing who I am as a person, you know, knowing what I'm capable of. I mean, you know, uh, you know, I was tell Laura Lee little early the other day, it's like, you know, I'm doing moves right now that three or four years ago I wasn't able to do because of, you know, everything was jacked up with my schedule and I couldn't train like I wanted to. And now I'm looking at myself moving and it's like, man, you're moving like Gumby, mm-hmm. right? And um, and if you're not really paying attention to what that means, then you would actually have to see it in action, Right. And um and those people who have no look at talking about it, it's like, look, this dude is it's not like everybody else. Don't make the assumption. He's got, he might got those white whiskers like Bernie, uh, what's her name? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm thinking of her name right now. I can't remember her name. It's let's give us something to talk about. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, right? We got no, the I do Go not in. know like, what you're talking about. Oh, watch. Her name. I'm going to say her name later on during this podcast. Okay. Because I want to say it's like Bonnie Raitt, but I don't know if that's it.
0: Bonnie Wright. Bonnie.
1: Bonnie. And she sings a song, let's give them something to talk about. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it, right? We got the same birthday. <laughs> but before I hear this kind of like, I'm going to give you something to talk about. <laughs>
0: Um, I am looking at, uh, Bonnie Raitt. Yep. R-A-I-T-T.
1: That's exactly right. And at the time she had that like little white street going down through there. And when that's how my beard was there for a while, I was like, yeah, man, I got this going on. But also too, um, even before I had my, uh, initial lawsuit with the businessman that tried to, um, destroy my business, um, you know, I've been been a practicing martial artist, Wing Chun, close-in stuff. And my attorney, who also has martial arts background, he told me, he told me a long time ago, he says, you can never be in a physical altercation outside your house.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You just can't.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, he said, you know, he just says, I'm just going to tell you that. He says, there is no way that that's going to, Work out in your benefit because of your training.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, because um, you're considered a, a weapon. Like you're just your person. It's like UFC fighters. You that's know exactly right. They they can't do that, or they're going to end up serving time or get huge fines and get kicked out of the UFC. Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, so my life then is conducted with that awareness. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: So you know, you're never going to see me out in a bunch of place where people are getting out of hand. Right. It's like somebody said, there's a party over here and everybody's just going absolutely crazy. Where's coach? He's in the forest something.
0: <laughs> that's funny. That's a funny picture.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's, he's in the forest. Right. Because it's like, because you guys are playing games.
0: Yeah.
1: And I don't. And that's why, you know, for me, it's kind of like, again, to the listener, it's like first step, my awareness. Who am I as a person? Um, What are my strengths? How um, can I handle, you know, these conflicts? Do I have confidence in myself, right? Because all of these kinds of questions really factor into how I'm going to behave, or if I'm comfortable in refraining from taking an action, Mm -hmm. right? because that's something that's something that I deal with quite a bit you know am I gonna put this pen to paper or am I gonna just wait and by checking in with myself and making sure that I'm really clear of my motive then it gives me space to think about the next action and that is really really important right again yeah. I have to say that um, the best action, is sometimes non-action, at least initially. But non-action, I'm talking physically.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Inwardly, you're still taking action. You're having thoughts, right? But your thoughts have to move in such a way that they take in the entire context of what's happening and what can potentially happen.